So today, Preeti and I continue our conversation about failure on the journey, focusing on the lesson in the learning. Enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, we'll see how much time we have here because I know you have to go soon. Uh, but I wanted to touch on this idea of the lesson in the learning. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we think that what I'm aiming at is the the lesson, like that's that's the 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 knowledge I'm going to gain is the knowledge I'm seeking to gain. Mm-hmm. But there's this whole realm of learning that is on the periphery of what we intend to learn. Yeah, um, I learn about how I learn. Right. I learn about how I can choose to fail, as you said. Um, I learn, oh, there's some, like, I don't know if you've heard of uh, kind of the scale of of competence where it starts with unconscious incompetence, Mm -hmm. conscious incompetence, Mm -hmm. conscious competence, unconscious competence. Right. Essentially, for those that aren't familiar, we start not knowing what we don't know. Then we learn that we don't know something. Then we consciously learn that thing, theoretically if that is our, an area that we want to seek out. We consciously know something. And then when we develop a sense of mastery, it be, this, this knowledge becomes automatic and invisible to us. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes that loops us around um, back to unconscious incompetence if there's a new area of that that we need to learn or we get exposed to or what have you. So when we are in the process of learning something, it can dig up this these areas of unconscious incompetence that will benefit us that if we don't engage again in the mess, we never get to learn those lessons. Mm -hmm. And, and again, it builds up that by having those struggles and by choosing to engage in the struggles, we again are building resilience, which I think is sorely lacking in in a lot of our culture right now. Right. And not only resilience, but think about it from a pure efficiency strategy standpoint. Like you said with the video game, you you fail, quote unquote, you die. You can still come back and play and play and play and learn how to win. You're complete. You're trying to finish a puzzle or solve, um, you know, any series of logical problems or anything. The more you fail, the better it becomes. And I, scientists, for example, you know, I, I spent my whole undergrad career in science classes in undergrad, we are taught to look at failure as a good thing because we're taught this is trial run number one, trial run number 70. Okay, this experiment took me 72 trial runs to figure out the result that I wanted. But guess what? I learned something from each of those trial runs that made the next one better and better and better. I didn't just jump straight through. You know, now not only do you have, I want to mention this for our audience too, not only do you now have this proof of excellence, of success, of whatever, however you want to frame it for yourself. But you've, um, oh my gosh, I totally just brain farted. It's okay. I'll jump in and then you can jump, you can jump back in when you remember. And that was as you were talking about this type of failure, I'm thinking of the number of pharmaceuticals that someone was seeking to solve one problem and they, in the process, they clicked on some system in the body and went, oh God, this thing that I was attending to solve one problem solves another problem. Or um, just in any field of knowledge, any field of learning, there's 
there are these branches, there are these offshoots, there are things that are inextricably connected that we weren't aware of until we discovered it. You know, it's like understanding immune system and, you know, immune organs in the body and thinking, oh, that, that organ is totally uh, vestigial. And if we didn't have it, it wouldn't matter. It's like, well, how right. likely is that? Oh, wait, actually, no, it serves an immune function and you can remove it and the body right. will still work, but the body works better if that organ is working efficiently. Like there's these things that we learn and that's just true being a scientist of your own experience and yeah. trying to pull these things apart. Yeah. And what I was going to say is that there's so much science out there that now it says, you know, the reason lottery winners kind of go kaput pretty fast or go a little crazy is because there's no achievement. There's no purpose behind that success, right? That winning. So when you go through this trial run period of whatever project or new phase of life, you not only have this track record of, hold on, I got up and tried over and over and over again. Also, I'm kind of starting to learn how this works. This is cool. I feel more confident now. You also have this track record of achievement that it's not just that I tried the first time and I was successful because that would have been great. But what? I got up 17 times and got here. That's amazing. You know, you've just like dramatically exponentially increased the value of the success for yourself because you were willing to face the value in the failure. Yeah, a lot of people don't seem to understand that true and lasting self-esteem comes from struggle. They think yeah. that self-esteem is literally the esteem in which we hold ourselves. And mm -hmm. so if everything is always easy for us, we might get a sense of confidence or um, superiority is not the word I'm looking for, but kind of like, oh, I got this. And that could be valuable. But then the first time you hit meet a challenge, suddenly your self-esteem plunges and then you have to compensate. And now the entitlement kicks in and all this other stuff kicks in to compensate for how you feel about yourself in that moment. But if you've struggled consistently, hopefully by choice, <laughs> then you are developing a, a high self-esteem because, yeah. oh, I have struggled and achieved, not right. just I have achieved easily. And right. people miss out on that. Yeah, definitely. So again, they're looking, they're looking to avoid the mess because they're afraid that if they have a mess, that means they're stupid. And it's like, right. no, no, having a mess is just reality. Mm -hmm. People that don't have a mess are actually potentially missing out mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. It's much better to be in a state where you're, you're failing. Yeah. And, and again, I, I know I've already said this, but I think it bears repeating the reason why I say the lesson is in the learning or the lesson in the learning is that there are opportunities that you will never have mm -hmm. if you don't fail. Absolutely. Just period. And I, I think that I want that to sink in. I have to remind myself of that. Um, not constantly, but you know, fairly regularly when I'm butting up against a, uh, kind of a feeling of risk or anxiety where I'm trying to control the future. When I let go of the need to control the future and I allow myself to engage in the mess, now suddenly all of these new opportunities open up. Oh, I didn't know I had that weakness. I'm going to shore that up. Oh, I got to use that strength. Oh, I can use that more often. Oh, I find that these type of people, it works really, it's really successful when I interact with them in this particular way. And I know to avoid this particular means of communication or, right. you know, whatever it happens to be. And moreover, I was just having a conversation with someone about their middle school aged kid. And I said, we need to learn how to choose 
our challenges. We need to choose our pain. Yeah. So if I have three priorities, when I choose one above the others, which ultimately you have to do whether you like it or not, once you've chosen one, now I can accept the pain that will come up in the other areas, or at least I have an opportunity because then I can say, okay, look, I want to learn this thing. Learning this thing is going to require this physical discomfort. So if my value is learning this skill and being physically comfortable, and I prioritize learning the skill over being physically comfortable, then I, I, when I have the physical discomfort, I can say, I chose this. Right. I'm not a victim of this. Right. I chose this pain. And so the more that we account for that, right. the more engaged we are, the more empowered we are, the more successfully that we learn and move forward. Right. I know you have to go. Um, so I'm yeah. glad we were able to talk about you know, these particular topics. Maybe we'll be able to pick it up on, on some more thoughts about um, victimhood and judgment that I think come up around failure. But if not, uh, it was good just to be able to talk about what we talked about. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me on. I'm totally down to chat about failure and why we should be about it as many times as you want. <laughs> for sure. I mean, just before we started recording, I already laid out two to three other areas in which uh, failure plays a part that would be really valuable to talk about, just about how we show up as ourselves and and um, how we deal with others' judgment and so on and so forth. There's, this is, there's a lot to talk about here. So yeah, you know, I'm sure we'll have more opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. So cool. All right. Bye, guys, I guess. Bye, Ryan's audience. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and here's a little preview of what's coming up next week. Today, I want to talk about the cyclical nature of victimhood and judgment that often comes up in uh, the journey when we experience failure or are fearing failure when taking on some endeavor. Like the show? Consider subscribing through my Patreon at patreon.com slash lifecoachingwithryan. You'll get early access to shows and potentially a host of other rewards. Want more? You can also find me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash lifecoachingwithryan, where I play some games and I continue the conversation. I'm pretty active on Instagram. You can find me at instagram.com slash educate for the number four underscore life. That's where I do my book club. I record the book club episodes live on Mondays, and then I post them to IGTV. Later, I post them on YouTube. See you next time.